Hi everyone, I'm Michael Kugelman. I'm the Senior Associate for South Asia at the Wilson Center, and I'm here with the always astute Laurel Miller, the Asia Program Director at the International Crisis Group. So today we're gonna to talk about what to be looking for in Afghanistan at a moment of great uncertainty. And it seems like it's always a moment of great uncertainty in Afghanistan, but that's especially the case now with a, series, with a number of deadlines coming up, a number of expected conferences tied to the peace process. So Laura, for you, for you what are you most watching for uh, in Afghanistan at this time of great uncertainty? Thanks, Michael. Uh, what we're seeing right now is a next stage in the effort at peacemaking Afghanistan in which the U.S. appears to be pushing very hard to get some kind of achievement, some kind of deal done before the existing May 1 deadline by which the U.S. is supposed to be withdrawing troops, a deadline not likely to be met. There's supposed to be a conference in Turkey later this month, uh, not clear what the agenda is and who's going to be there. But what I'm watching for is exactly how hard does the U.S. push the two sides, in particular Kabul, the side that is more vulnerable to U.S. pressure uh, for making some kind of fast deal within a matter of weeks. I don't think that the process can be moved forward very far within a matter of just a few weeks, but what I'm watching for is how realistic is the U.S. going to be about that, and does it now have a policy which is really just focused on trying to find a way to facilitate its own withdrawal from the country, or is it going to be pursuing a policy that is really aimed at getting uh, a genuine peace process moving forward, which will take time? And those two objectives, facilitating U.S. withdrawal and getting on track a genuine peace process, um, are not entirely consistent objectives. So at some point, sooner rather than later, the U.S. is going to have to decide which is it prioritizing. Among the things going on right now, we're seeing a proliferation of proposals from the Kabul side for what peace should actually look like and what a peace process should look like. And one of the most important of those proposals has been from Afghan President Ghani in recent days. And Michael, I'm interested to know what's your take on that proposal? Yeah, well, to be very candid, it's, it's very hard for me to take it seriously. It seems to me um, uh, that it's a proposal that's that's bound, that's doomed to fail. Um, you know, this is something that essentially front loads expectations of a ceasefire in Afghanistan on the soon side. It also calls for elections, uh, new elections in Afghanistan within the next six months. Now, the Taliban has um, repeatedly indicated that it's not interested in a ceasefire anytime soon. It has always rejected elections. And I think that it would take a, quite a long time, much longer than the six months that I think Ghani envisions to actually hold elections in Afghanistan. So I think it's unrealistic. I think that this may be a case of um, Ghani wanting to register a uh, sign, an active, a gesture of protest against the U.S. peace plan, which is very different and calls for an interim, a new interim government, which the Ghani plan does not call for. So I really see it as really an active uh, protest more so than a genuine counterproposal to the U.S. plan. Um, but I don't know if you want to uh, uh, give your own thoughts or uh, focus on something else. 
Well, I think that's a, a fair characterization of it. Um, but also, to be fair, I think we have to point out that the Taliban hasn't put forward any proposals at all. Mm -hmm. uh, and so even though it's a problem that there isn't a consensus view on the Kabul side, at least there are some ideas being put on the table while the Taliban remains coy about what is it that they are trying to achieve in terms of a political vision for Afghanistan. And I think that this is an essential point, that the Taliban's messaging um, has been so vague for so long, except on one issue, and that is of a U.S. troop withdrawal, a withdrawal of foreign forces. And of course, uh, as I believe you noted earlier, we're only a few weeks away from the May, 1st, the May 1st deadline stipulated by the deal that the U.S. and the Taliban signed more than a year ago. So there's just a lot of ambiguity, um, and it's, it's very unclear as to what all of the key sides are looking for. But you know, especially the, the Taliban. And I think that we may have a better sense of what direction things will go after May 1st comes. And once we know if US forces will still be there, I imagine they still will be. But once we have a better sense of where things are going in that regard, maybe there'll be a bit more clarity. Yeah, I mean, this lack of clarity at the moment on the positions, the substantive positions on the Taliban side, as well as the uncertainties about the process that we've just discussed, are among the reasons why uh, this isn't something that's going to be wrapped up in a matter of weeks, even in a matter of months. In that regard, I'd note that there is a, a new development, which is a UN mediator has been appointed and is supposed to participate in this Turkey conference. Um, that's a positive sign, but only really going to be effective if the major powers are quite clearly backing that person. The UN isn't an answer to a problem in the absence of having the political weight behind any UN activities that the Security Council members can bring, and in particular that the US can bring, and what kind of backing there's going to be for this person, uh, what scope of authority he's going to have remains to be seen. Right. Well, we got a wrap. Uh, I'm Michael Kugelman. That's Laurel Miller. Thanks. Thank you.